Hello, and welcome back to Here and There podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Friendly, and I'm so glad you're here. Happy 2024. I am recording this on January 1st. It is a new year. I'm feeling so hopeful about this year, honestly. Just everything starting fresh, clean slate. Do we need a new year to start fresh? No, but it is really nice. It's just been a nice like reset to have the holidays and then this holiday fall on a Monday, in my opinion. Also very grateful for a short week this week. I'm not going to lie to you. So it's been a little tough to wrap my head around jumping back into things, um, even though I wasn't off the entire time for Christmas and New Year's. But I do appreciate you giving me space to take last week off as I celebrated Christmas and then you know, the last few days with my family after being with them for pretty much the entire month of December, which I'm so, so grateful for. So anyway, I'm really happy to be back. I have big plans for this year and big dreams, goals, not even big in like a numbers way or anything unattainable. I really don't like setting goals that don't feel realistic. Um, Not that I don't think it's good to challenge yourself, but at the same time, the things that I write down as my goals and intentions for any kind of month or new year, I want them to feel like things that I can actually accomplish. And I want to set myself up for success. So I wrote a list of things that are in and things that are out. I know that's really trendy on social media right now, but I did actually find it really helpful to kind of hone in on what I'm looking to call in for this year. So yes, I'm a little overseeing it online, but I definitely recommend making your own ins and outs list. I also am going to share my word for 2024 in this episode. Every single year I set just like a word for myself, uh, an all-encompassing feeling or action, et cetera, that I want to channel every single day for the next 365 days. I can't even remember what my word was last year, to be honest, uh, which is not good. I want to say it was flow, but I can't really remember, but I'm really excited for my word for this year. So I'll share that as well. But I'm going to start with a current favorite because I'm actually using it right now. One of my gifts this year for Christmas was a new microphone for the podcast. I got a little upgrade thanks to my brother. He's like the tech guru in our family. And I'm so grateful that he gave this to me. I feel very fancy, very legitimate. And hopefully it sounds a little bit better too. So that's my current favorite. I also will add that I got a vlog camera. I have been wanting a vlog camera for probably five years. I've been obsessed with YouTube and vlogging since I would say late 2016. And it's one of my favorite, it's potentially my favorite platform. I watch YouTubers more than I watch TV shows. I just think it's really interesting to see people that I can relate to or aspire to. And I actually used to vlog. I wouldn't necessarily 
recommend watching any of the old vlogs. Um, they're not great, but they are still all on my YouTube channel. But I was vlogging back in 2019 and I vlogged into 2020. But once COVID hit and my now husband was home all the time, like he used to travel for work and I was working for myself. I was working from home. It was easier to vlog. And then when he was home all the time working, you know, he was on calls and he would be watching TV or wanting to play video games or something like that. And obviously talking to a camera, especially if he didn't want to be in it all the time, which he doesn't, you know, that was really challenging. So I kind of just gave it up. And I think what I love so much about vlogging is that you are just documenting the day-to-day. Like I have watched old vlogs back and it's just nice to have memories. I mean, one of my vlogs is like a vacation vlog from my happy place in the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And we no longer have that vacation home. We no longer go there. And so it's nice to be able to see those. So I felt really called to finally invest in a vlogging camera, not for the purpose of being some big YouTuber, not for the purpose of like making it part of my career. Although I guess that would be cool, but I just think this season of life would be so fun to document for just us if no one else. So that being said, I'm heading into my third trimester on Saturday. So about to start getting ready for this baby and motherhood and I'm really excited to vlog. So those are my current favorites. Um, we rang in the new year last night being super, super low key, which is kind of what I want for the entire year. They say that the way you spend new year's Eve is the way you will spend your year. And I'm here for that. I made a nice meal with my husband. We had lamb and mashed potatoes and green beans. We had a nice charcuterie board to begin with. I had Martinelli's sparkling apple cider, my fave. And then we watched Saltburn, which was crazy. I only know how to classify it as a dark comedy. It was pretty disturbing, but also very entertaining and very well done. So I've mixed feelings, but I did overall enjoy it. And it was such a long movie that we stayed up so late. I somehow made it to midnight. We caught a couple fireworks from my office window, which was really nice. And then today woke up early. I had a little bit of work to do for my full-time job. We launched a big fitness challenge um, today for January. So that comes with the territory working for a wellness company at the start of the new year when of course everyone is doing these things. So I had a little bit of work this morning and then we went for a nice hike. The weather could not have been more perfect today. I mean, it was just like absolutely stunning and made me so happy. I remember last year on new year's, this was actually our third year going for a hike on new year's last year. When we tried to go, the trail was closed because it had rained so much. It was so windy. I have a photo that Alex took of me with like my hair flying in my face, just Medusa style, not cute. And it was freezing this year, total opposite, absolutely gorgeous. And then I tried to get my shit in gear. Like I, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode have been, you know, not dreading real reality and going back to all the things, but it's been stressing me out. And so I was just trying to get organized in a way that would make me less stressed for when things hit the ground running tomorrow. I do feel like I'm, I'm ready. I mean, are we ever really ready? The answer is no, but 
we'll make it work. And I do think this year is going to be so good for all of us. Like I really do. Um, last year was just so many high highs and like really low lows. And frankly, I'm just over being sad. I'm over crying. I'm over giving things energy that don't deserve my energy and taking life too seriously and not having enough fun and relaxing and all the things. So with that, I'm going to go through my list of ins. Number one on my in list is trying new things. I started knitting again. So I used to knit when I was younger. I've knitted like a million and a half scarves. I knitted a blanket once. I knit my mom a poncho back when those were a thing. And actually maybe I made myself a poncho back then too. I can't remember. It was the mid 2000s. And uh, I haven't knit in a long time and I never made anything that complicated. Like I just did the basics and I took two knitting lessons when I was in South Carolina and I'm trying to knit a sweater right now. And it's so fun. Is it so hard? Yes. Is it aggravating at times? Yes. But it's also really rewarding and interesting. It's a nice way to be off my phone, but in any case, trying new things is in for 2024. It feels really good to be a beginner at something and you feel really proud of yourself when you accomplish something. So, I mean, I guess I could say the same thing about this vlogging situation. I had to call my brother today to ask him questions about my camera because I'm learning. I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to upload footage. I know how to edit videos once they're on my computer because I always used to do that, but I used to use my phone. So learning how to use a new piece of technology is, you know, part of my ends. Next is caring less what other people think in life and on the internet. I hear so many times that people are like afraid to do something because they are frankly afraid what their friends and family are going to say or perceptions from their peers. And so they don't do something that they've been wanting to do, or they feel self-conscious about it. I will say I care about other people's opinions of me on the internet. Of course I do. I, I feel like I've gotten so much better about it, but I still care too much. And I really want to be in my, what I call a fuck it era. There is no reason why we shouldn't do the things that we enjoy, right? It's like, if it makes us happy, we're not hurting anyone. Who cares? Just do it. Fuck it. Why not? What do you have to lose? What is the worst that's going to happen? If someone's going to judge you, they frankly don't deserve to be in your life. You don't need their negative energy. And I think you should just go for it. So caring less what other people think is in for 2024. Dressing up for ourselves. I did a lot of this last year and I still want to continue to do it this year. I noticed when I was in South Carolina with my family, we most days did absolutely nothing. Some days I didn't even go anywhere and I still put on a little bit of makeup and tried to be you know, somewhat put together, even if I wasn't on camera in any capacity, was I dressing up for my family? Absolutely not. They've seen me look like pure trash, but it made me feel better. It was fun. Little boost of confidence. Couldn't recommend it more. I also think that it helps you show up in other areas of life just with like more energy, if that makes sense. Also in for 2024 is time for hobbies. And I'm not talking about hobbies that you want to be part of your career or monetize. So for me, 
I would say this podcast is definitely a hobby. I don't foresee this ever making money. Again, that would be really cool, but I don't actually foresee that. Reading, I'm never going to make money off reading. It is so important to me. I read every single night before bed. It has brought me so much joy. I'm part of a book club now. It's just so important to be doing something that is not so attached to our financial success or our future, whatever. Like just do things for the pure joy of them because they make you feel like a kid. I biked so much in South Carolina. It made me, oh, I was literally just like obsessed with it. It was so fun. Again, not anything related to what I do for a living. And that made it even better. So more time for hobbies, being a tourist in your own city. This is one of my favorite things to do. And I just want to do even more of it because I live in, obviously I live in Los Angeles and it's a huge city. I've been here for 12 and a half years and there's still so many parts of the city that I haven't explored so many, of course, like new restaurants have popped up, new shops, all the things, new neighborhoods. I just want to take advantage of that, like not take it for granted, but take advantage of the fact that there's so much within an hour, hour and a half of me. Like that's not a long time to go do something really fun. It's just, I don't know. It's exciting to like experience new things and not have to wait for people to visit in order to enjoy them. This is a big one prioritizing financial wellness. That is in for 2024. I want to shout it from the rooftops, investing 401ks, getting a financial advisor. I feel like I have barely scraped the surface in terms of understanding my finances and like retirement accounts and things like that. It's time. We need to figure this out now because we are just investing in our future. Like I don't want to be 70 and feel like I have to be side hustling. I want to retire by 65 at the latest and be able to enjoy my life. I want to feel like I'm living comfortably without overworking, but I want to be able to set myself up for success, understand where my money is going, understand budgeting, et cetera. And getting a financial advisor is just, I could not recommend it more. Alex, my husband, he got one, I want to say last year. And I started meeting with him. We meet together once a month, I believe. And I'm just like slowly starting to learn. Makes me feel better about myself. But I also just know that I'm doing something good for my future. I know that a financial advisor costs money, but I promise, promise, promise the money you will make back, the knowledge you will gain. It just makes it so, so worth it. In for 2024 is manifesting. If you have not made your vision board yet, please do that. It's so fun. I shared on my Instagram, my vision board, and then I shared a reel actually on the, uh, here and there it's at here and there.pod, the podcast Instagram. I shared a reel on how to make one over the summer. Cause I, I like to make vision boards for every single season. And then I make them my phone background. It's so fun. But if you haven't done that yet for 2024, please do that. It is First of all, just like the best little activity, I'll go on Pinterest. I'll think about what I want. So, you know, obviously things are going to change so much for me this year. And like, it's a little bit hard to plan or have specific dreams or like travel goals, for example, because I'm about to have a newborn, but I know that I want to, like I said, spend more time on hobbies. So I'll type in book 
aesthetic or I want to cook more at home. So like girl cooking in kitchen, or I want to redo our garage at some point and turn it into a guest suite. So I typed in like renovated garage suite, things like that. And then I saved whatever resonated with me, whatever pictures that I thought were pretty, um, quotes. I have one that says like balance over hustle. I have one that says the good old days are here and now just anything that you want to channel this year, like whatever, maybe you want to say yes to more. Maybe you want to say no to more. You want to like be home and I don't know, like be on your wellness grind, or maybe you want to travel to five different countries this year, like put it all on your vision board. And then when you make it in Canva, you can make it your phone background, your laptop background, whatever it is, it works. I will tell you every single thing on my vision board last year came true. Some of them obviously were in my control. Like one of the things I had was visiting New York in the fall. So I made that happen. No one is going to hand me a trip to New York in the fall on a silver platter. Like I wanted that and I made it happen. But I think because it was literally on my phone screen and I saw it, it was like, I need to get to New York. I will not let this year pass without going home. And I just made it happen. So yes, some things like my pregnancy were out of my control in a lot of ways, but it's still good to have these things top of mind and like call them in every single day. Pampering yourself is in for 2024. Hair, skin, nails, massages. I don't care what it is. I'm like in the mindset of doing these things for yourself. Obviously don't spend me on your means to get a $500 facial. <laughs> I would never do that. You may do that and I would never judge you for that. But if that's going to make you feel good, if getting your nails done, like I love press on nails at home. It makes me happy getting a massage. I'm getting one on Saturday. Alex got me for Christmas, a prenatal massage. I am so excited. Like I'm going to set up my whole morning to be just focused on me. I'm going to like go get this massage, maybe go for like a little beach walk, get a little smoothie, just taking extra care of yourself. Like you deserve it. Sometimes I'll go on social media and I'll see girls. They're having like their everything shower, right? And it's a 45 minute process. They're not in the shower for 45 minutes, but it's like they do the face mask, the hair mask, the exfoliation, the shaving, the self tan, the whatever it is. I kind of did that the other day. I think I did it Friday night because um, it was really nice to be back home with my full skincare closet. I will say I did that. Felt so good. Oh my God. I felt like a new woman. And obviously you can't do it all the time. It is time consuming, but you know, treat yourself. Cooking at home is in for 2024. I have always been into cooking at home. I'm not going to lie, but sometimes it feels a little mundane. I'm sick of doing dishes. I'm already sick of doing dishes and I've only been responsible for myself without having my mom take care of me basically for five days. I'm already sick of it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to clean, whatever. But if you can find a way to make it more enjoyable, so I don't know if you think meal planning is fun and like browsing Pinterest for recipes or Instagram for recipes, whatever it is, like trying something new in that front. And then yes, the dishes suck. But if you have a partner, if you live with someone and you cook meals together, split the responsibilities, that helps. You can do like a one pan, one pot meal. Those are always great. But Cooking at home is going to be so much healthier for us this year, and it's going to save us so much money. I will say, 
I saw this girl on TikTok. I follow her. Her name's Blake Swanson, I believe. She talked about how she doesn't do a full meal prep on Sundays, but what she does is she grocery shops and then she chops things and meal preps like a couple items to make it easier for the week. I used to be really good about this when I lived alone and I want to get back into it. But for example, if you prep a batch of rice, you cut up a bunch of veggies so that they're ready to either saute or grab raw for snacks, whatever it is, setting yourself up for an easier time cooking is going to be a game changer. So I will say too, when I lived alone or before I met Alex, I didn't eat a lot of meat. It was just harder to prep. So I would do a more vegetarian diet. Like I think tofu's easy, um, beans, chickpeas, whatever, chickpea pasta, all that stuff. It's like, it's not that hard and it doesn't make that much of a mess and it's good for us. So if you can find some joy in cooking at home, that's where I'm at. I'm going to be getting back into my one new recipe a week with my cookbooks and I'm really excited. The last thing that I have in for 2024 is lowering screen times. Oh, I don't even want to admit to you how many hours a day I'm on my phone. Yes, it is my full-time job. Yes, it is my part-time job, but I'm still on it in my free time. I scroll TikTok way, way, way too much and I'm done with it. Like that's out. That is out scrolling mindlessly and in is lowering screen times. So doing all these other things, hobbies, you know, trying new things, pampering ourselves, cooking, that's going to get us off our screens. Like, please, we must. Oh, you know what? I missed one. I was going to also say a 1030 bedtime. And this goes hand in hand with waking up early, but going to bed by 1030 allows you to wake up at 6.30 at the latest and still feel rested. I am not someone who needs more than like seven and a half hours of sleep. So when I go to bed at 10.30, sometimes I wake up before my alarm and I feel good. And it's like, I'm in bed by 9.50, 10, 10.05 at the latest. I'm reading and then I go to bed and I have a good sleep and I can still wake up early and get things done. So there's no need to stay up late because I know if you are staying up late, you are either overworking or on your phone and those are out. So with that, we'll get into the outs list. One people pleasing. I've been working on this for so many years, but I do think we're making strides comparison. Sometimes I feel like I'm making strides and then I'm like, no, I am still way too wrapped up in this comparison trap. Yes, social media is a part of it, but even without social media, like it's just, it's a slippery slope and it's unnecessary. We're no longer comparing ourselves. We have confidence that we are on the right path for us at this right time. There is no need to compare anything, whether it's someone else's job, how much money they make, what house they live in, what clothes they're wearing, how many followers they have. Like we're done with that. We're also done with overconsumption. We do not need new products 24-7. I, again, love TikTok, but oh my God, the TikTok shop feature, it's like so overwhelming to be constantly served new stuff. And I'm just not interested. And I love a good haul. I love, love, love a good haul. I see them on YouTube. Great. But at the end of the day, 
You really don't need another jacket. You really don't need another pair of sneakers. You don't need another lipstick. You don't need another brow gel. It's fine. If you really want something and you really want to try something, please, by all means, but you don't need to shop on Amazon every week. It's just unnecessary. Taking a lower rate for your work, whether you are someone who works full-time in corporate and you are, you know, taking a new job or negotiating a raise, a bonus, whatever, or you're, you know, you are freelance or you're a content creator. We are done with saying yes to a rate that doesn't feel fitting for the amount of work we're putting in. We're done with that. It never feels good in the end. I'm so done with that. I do it way too much. I used to do it when I worked full-time for myself. Like it's just, it's not good. You are worth so much more. Know your worth. Stick to that. Sometimes I understand we need to say yes to certain things because we do need the money, whatever. If you think it's an investment in your future and you can take a lower rate because you think, you know, you'll get the money back at another time, or, you know, you know, you're going to get a promotion in six months or a bonus, whatever it is fine. But if someone is undervaluing you say goodbye, hating on other people's obsessions is out for 2024. I'm so sick of people making fun of me for liking Taylor Swift or certain romance books. And actually it's taught me to make less fun of my husband for being obsessed with football or video games. It's like, let people live. If someone wants to love something and be obsessed with something and spend their time and energy doing something again, that is not hurting anyone else. Let them live saying foods are bad or good. I know this has been out for a while, especially if you're in like the wellness intuitive eating space, but I still find that so many people will talk about foods as bad or good. And it's just like, it's not, they're not bad or good. Like if you like dessert, great, have your dessert. If you had in and out last night, like that's not, that doesn't make you bad. Like you weren't bad last night. You just had freaking in and out last night. It's fine. You know, I think that our parents' generation uh, talks like that too because of how they experience their like adolescence and magazines and things and just like diet culture. But classifying things as bad or good from a food sense is just honestly useless. Constant productivity is out for 2024. We are resting. We are watching TV on the couch because we feel like it. We are sitting in the sun reading. We're sitting on the beach. We are, I don't know, taking a bath. I don't know what it is that you want to do. You do not constantly have to be productive. You don't always have to be working or making or doing. You can just be, you work hard enough as it is. Just be not accepting compliments. The next time someone gives you a compliment, you say, thank you. You don't deflect. You don't make an excuse about something like, and I say this to you because I do it. Someone will be like, oh my God, I love your hair today. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so dirty. No, thank you so much. I did it differently today, or I'm really loving headbands or just say thank you. Simple as that. You are allowed to accept compliments. Jealousy's out. I'm so sick of the word jealous and seeing other people. Same thing with like the comparison trap. You don't need to be jealous. No one needs to be jealous of you. You don't need to be jealous of anyone else. Everybody's just doing them. Social media after 9 PM is out. That goes with lowering your screen time, reading more, going to bed earlier, whatever. Social media after 9 p.m. is way too stimulating on the brain. I say that for myself, but I say it for everyone else too. Like I know it is unnecessary. Taking life too seriously. One of my big goals for this year is to 
just like not be so, I don't know, intense about everything. Like if something negative happens, I really hold on to it and I think about it too much for way too long. No more of that. Brush it off. Oh, you know what? I do remember one of my words from last year was actually unbothered. I wasn't so great at it. So maybe I'll add that to my list too. Just like being unbothered about things and being silly and like everything works out in the end, you know? And then finally, I want to share my word for 2024, which was actually also my word for 2022. It is the word trust. I think this word is so powerful. When I had it as my word for 2022, I was in a state of transition as well with my career. I just was unsure we were getting married and, uh, it was still COVID and like, I knew things were going to change, but I didn't know in what way. And I was just trusting. So I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting my personal path, my timeline, and that everything is going to work out. This word served me so well in 2022, and I'm honestly really excited to just call in trust every single day this year. I am having a hard time setting like specific goals, uh, like I said, because I just don't know what life is going to look like. Even in five months, I have no idea. I mean, I'm due March 31st, and things are going to change before then, and things are really going to change after that. But the fun, joy, hobbies in life are major for me this year. I think that just overall is like prioritizing mental health, um, which has been top of mind for me for a few years now, but just, I don't know. I, I feel like, again, this year was so hard in a lot of ways, not just the fertility stuff. Just there were a lot of things that maybe one day I can share about, but for now, just like overall, like so many other people had a hard year, but I know that this year is going to be better. Brighter days are coming. It starts with making the most out of every single day and like the small moments, the small habits. So just like take it day by day. That's my goal. I think taking things day by day. I'm excited to get our home together for the baby and start like nesting. We're going to be moving our guest room into my office. Um, hopefully later this month, we're going on our baby moon to Big Sur at the end of January. And I'm also really excited for that. And I don't know, I'd love to go to a place like Montana or something and have kind of a slow outdoor vacation as a family, you know, when the baby's a few months older, just like slowing down and really enjoying life. Because again, we work so hard. What is the point of hustling constantly or working or being quote productive, whatever, if you're not even going to get to enjoy it. So that is that for 2024. I am feeling hopeful for once. I don't remember the last time that I felt this hopeful. I think this time last year, I was kind of unsure what the future was going to hold, but kind of like just rolling with it. And this year I kind of want to take charge of my life and make sure that I'm doing everything I can to be the happiest, healthiest human that I can. So with that, I just want to say thank you for listening. I hope you have the best year. This is your year too. This is our year. It's going to be so good. Make your vision board, write down your goals, whatever it is that's going to get you excited. I want to hear about them. Find me on Instagram at jordan.friendly or the podcast at here and there.pod. Send me a message. 
write it in the comments, whatever it is. Like, I want to hear what you are excited for this year because there is so much to be excited for. So thank you again for listening. Feel free to leave a review, rate, subscribe, all the things, and I will see you again next week. Thank you.